we're glad you've chosen to listen to our weekly talkback. The weekly talkback is designed to take a portion of the teaching from this week to a deeper level. You may want to listen to this week's teaching, but it isn't necessary to understand the weekly talkback. If you'd like to connect further, feel free to reach out to us through our website, kanoichurch.org. For now, enjoy the weekly talkback from Kanoi Church, where our mission is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. What more is there to say about worship than what we said on Sunday in our sermon? I do believe that worship truly begins with understanding who we are in Jesus, that our identity truly matters. I do believe that the world, the way that it works, and the way that it is broken, it pours into us so many things that distract us from the love of Jesus and distract us from who we are in Jesus. That half of the battle when we come into a sanctuary, be that the sanctuary in the church or be that on the top of a mountain, half the battle is getting all those voices from the world around us to stop. My friends, my brothers and sisters, if there is one thing that would change our worship drastically and completely, it is if we took the time to prepare ourselves for it. Rather than simply coming on a Sunday morning and gathering together in a community where we have not thought much about who God is or who we are in Him, rather than coming and singing some songs that we think we just need to sing, rather than just checking church off our list, if we truly sat down and took the time to prepare our hearts and our mind and our soul to encounter the true and living God, it would change the way we approach worship and it would change the way we worship. There's a story in scripture in the book of Luke chapter 19. It's when Jesus is entering into the city of Jerusalem before the Last Supper. It's on Passover. And his disciples are going around and they're pulling together the different things that Jesus needs, like a colt, a blanket, or a cloak. And as they come into the city, the disciples began to joyfully praise God in loud voices for all the miracles that they had seen over the years of ministering with Jesus and just days before of seeing Lazarus raised from the dead. They said things like, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees who were nearby, some of the religious teachers of the day, said to Jesus, Tell your disciples to be quiet. You need to rebuke them. They should be in trouble for saying these things. And Jesus responds to them and says, I tell you, if they keep quiet, even the stones will cry out. If they keep quiet, even the stones will cry out. Sometimes I've heard pastors talk about how Jesus or God needs our worship. I hesitate to ever say that God needs anything. God allows us to worship him. But God has created this whole world in such a way that even if you and I do not worship him with our voices or our lives, that even the rocks will cry out to him. Even the rocks will declare his glory. You see, this whole wide world is set up around us to declare God's glory. But you and I are often so busy 
We are so on the move. We're so concerned with so many other things and commitments that we fail to see it. Our eyes are not open to it. And perhaps one of the ways that we can best prepare ourselves for worship is by praying to God to keep our hearts and eyes open to how the world is worshiping around us. As I sit and record this talkback, I'm looking out a window. And I'm looking at trees and bushes and grass. And I know that as I look at these trees, that there is no two trees that are exactly alike. The bark is slightly different. The circumference and diameter of the tree is different. The branches jut at different angles. In fact, on each individual tree, every single leaf is different. No two leaves are the same. There is a whole wide world of creation just outside my window. Creation that is unique. Creation that God has shaped methodically, carefully, intentionally. And you and I have the opportunity to see it if we would only take the moment to do so. That we serve a loving God who was so creative that he made this whole big wide world. It is a thing that you and I are meant to play in, that you and I are meant to love in, and that you and I are meant to take care of. And that even if we can't see it, even if we choose to stay busy, even if we choose to ignore what is just outside our windows, even the rocks will cry out and declare God's glory. But say this prayer with me this morning. Our Father in heaven, we ask that you would open our hearts and you would open our eyes to see your marvelous creation around us. Do not let it pass us by. Do not let us be unaware of the glory that is crying out this very moment. Let us see with your eyes. In your name, amen. And I'm going to challenge you over this next week to say this prayer every day. God, let me see with your eyes. So that when you look in the sky, you don't see a cloudy day. You don't just see another sunset. So that when you look at the grass in the morning as you get out of your house to go to work, you don't just see wet grass, you see individual drops of dew. So that when you look at the bushes and the trees, you see that somebody has creatively made them individuals. That when you look around at the people that you work with, even the ones that are difficult, that you see them for who they are in Jesus. A child of God, a creation of God, imbued with his divine breath. Because as we look around us, the world is worshiping. And as you and I are disciples of Jesus, part of our task, part of our job, part of our, our wonderful, wonderful responsibility is to show this world whose priorities are often misplaced, whose priorities are often on themselves or on, on being busy or on accomplishing, that we show this world what it means to truly worship and who is actually worthy of our worship. Friends, the brethren in Christ were people of the earth. They farmed, they tilled the land, they worked in mills. So their worship was in the way that they moved. It was in the way that they talked. It was in their relationships with one another. 
And we live in a society that continues to separate us from one another. Whether by technology or by giving us a, a taste of community but not the real thing. Through the pictures on Facebook and through friend requests. God, help us to see as you see. God, give us your eyes and give us your heart. Keep saying that prayer and watch as the world around you lights up. Watch as you begin to see the very rocks cry out. Hi, this is Pastor Nick. Thanks for listening. I hope something that you heard today was very helpful. If you want to connect with us further, feel free to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or our website, kanoichurch.org. Sure, I'm glad we're in this together. Thank you.